Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thanks for riding along today. I must clarify something here. My last episode featured me buying a ventriloquist dummy. If you heard that, you know what I'm talking about. Named him Midge. That's Jim backwards. M-I-J. And I try to put on a little ventriloquist show, kind of like what you'd see in Las Vegas, right? Well, I have to admit, part of that episode, the part with the ventriloquist dummy, and he should have known this because the munchies were so uh, involved in the whole thing, you know, making little side jokes and laughing and calling everybody names. Well, that whole part of it was fiction. There's no truth to it. I have no desire to learn how to be a ventriloquist. I do not want to own one of those dummies. I think they're creepy. Although I kind of like to watch them, you know, in action. A good good, uh, ventriloquist is fun to watch. But that is not me. That was just a short tale, not a tall tale. I just wanted to clarify that. People wonder if I do a little short skit for them, me and Midge. So to put that all to rest, Midge ever shows up on this again, you'll know it's just me and my imagination. It's running away with me, that's a fact. Okay. Now for the top 10 55 years ago. That's the top 10 pop songs this week in 1967. Number 10. Don't Sleep in the Subway. Petula Clark. Number nine, Come On Down to My Boat, Every Mother's Son. Number eight, By the Grassroots, Let's Live for Today. Number seven, Can't Take My Eyes Off of You, Frankie Valley. Number six, Respect, Aretha Franklin. Number five, By the Turtles, She'd Rather Be With Me. Number four, San Francisco, Be Sure to Wear Flowers in Your Hair, by Scott McKenzie. Number three, Little Bit of Soul, The Music Explosion. Number two, Groovin', The Young Rascals. And the number one song this week, 55 years ago, Windy, by The Association. Everyone knows it's old Windy. You ever hear that saying, they don't make things like that anymore, or something like that. They don't make things like they used to, you know, that saying. Well, I've been thinking, and I've come to the conclusion that that saying is very true. Some things are made more cheaply and not as good a quality. It's just a fact. But other things are quite the opposite. They're made much better, and the quality is outstanding compared to things made in days gone by. So we're going to cover some of this, and uh, I'll give you my opinions, pros and cons, cons and pros. So let's go over a few of them here. Let's start with music. I love the 60s and up to the mid-70s music, guaranteed. Even though there are some good songs today and have been from the mid-70s on 
through today and before the 60s. There are some excellent songs, in my opinion. But overall, the 60s and the early 70s, hands down, bar none. Maybe it's my generation. I do not know. But I know what I think and what I like. And you can just not compare any generation's music to my generation's. So if you are not a baby boomer, I'm sorry. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I'm sure you like your music too. I don't care if you don't know who the Beach Boys are. All I can say is you're missing out. Now, the next thing is the music machines. When I say the music machines, I mean back then they had hi-fis and record players and radio, AM radio, and then FM came along and we all thought that was cool. But basically record players and hi-fis, that kind of stuff. A lot of that stuff was a piece of furniture. Later on, I remember the larger the speaker, the better. Boy, those speakers could be five feet tall, big old things. I had a turntable that had a strobe on it so you could get that sound exactly the speed it was recorded for. And all that stuff had all kinds of subwoofers and amplifiers and graphic EQ machines, all that. I may not have called that stuff right, but remember what I'm talking about? He had about five different components plus your speakers. That was before Quadraphonic, which didn't really last. Well, today, the smaller the speaker, the better quality it is. Most of us use earbuds or headphones or our phone or whatever. MP3 players are even a thing of the past because the phone has basically replaced those. You're not going to see cassette recorders or even CD players really anymore. And it's really too bad. I mean, I understand why people think vinyl is the superior way to listen to music. I do. I understand that. But is it because back in the 60s and the 70s and possibly the very early 80s, we just heard better than we hear today? I miss the very most about vinyl, what I miss the most, is going to a record store and looking at the album cover and reading the back of it and checking out who's all on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely A Hearts Club Band album cover and some of the great artwork that was associated with that. I couldn't tell you on a new album, and we don't listen to albums really anymore anyway, but what the album even looks like. If they even have any artwork for it, I don't know. Last time I bought anything as far as music, I bought a Nitty Gritty Dirt Band older album to get uh, the Battle of New Orleans, I think, on it. Anyway, so all that, the music, the machines that we listen to our music, the way you listen to it, if it's a 45 record or a 33 long player or on your phone, or on your computer, you know, it was great going to a record store and looking, 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 but I just get on Sirius or Amazon Prime or Pandora or Apple Music and I can literally find anything I want. And if I want to watch the group, I just get on YouTube. Make your own choice on that. I have neither one as a preference. I remember the good old days. I do.
How about TVs? Definitely without a doubt, TVs today are better. If there's one thing I don't like about TVs of today are a lot of them, the speakers aren't facing out towards you. If there's speakers on it basically at all, little speakers that don't project much sound, they want you to buy a sound bar or etc. I have speakers all around me, but it's all hardwired in through an amplifier. And I hardly listen today more anyway because I watch most of my TV with headphones on anymore. But the TVs themselves, crystal clear, ultra high definition, whatever the latest technology is, it changes so rapidly. Beautiful pictures, big screens, and the screens are shaped like a movie theater screen. So none of these little square boxes anymore that weigh 100 pounds. And if you are really a little bit older than me, and I can kind of almost remember, television screens used to be round. So TV's better today. At least what we watch it on is. How about refrigerators? They used to make refrigerators that were designed to last. My wife is very, very frustrated because our refrigerator just keeps on ticking. And of course, you know, all the new styles and all the bells and whistles and all the prettiness. But you know what? I know several people, they bought a new refrigerator and done nothing but causing problems, let alone even keeping the food cold. I'll take my old refrigerator. Now, my old refrigerator is only, what, 25 years old. It's not that old when you talk about refrigerators. And I think it still looks cool. It's a big refrigerator. So I give... Yesteryear's refrigerators, the thumbs up on that one over today's. Phones. Truly, the phones of the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s were built to last. They didn't break. You could throw them on the floor and they just keep going. But they were attached to a wire. They had to stay basically in one place, either on the wall or on the desk. Our phones today are more than phones. But they are very, very fragile also. You don't want to drop it on concrete. Even if you have a good case, sometimes it'll break it. I'm convinced that is by design, but who knows? I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist on that, I don't think. But my phone does everything. It's my MP3 player. It's my radio. It's my television. I can watch a movie on it. You know what I'm talking about? It's my video recorder. It's my audio recorder. It's my Bible. It's my book. It's my notepad. It's my... Well, we'll get into this in a minute, but it's my map, my city map, my country map. What else does my phone do? Let me get on it here for a second, and I'll tell you what it does. It's my weight training. It's my alarm clock. It's my stopwatch. It's my timer. I can get on it and it tells me what time it is anywhere in the world. This phone is my social media outlet. Did I say it's my camera? It's my flashlight? Did I say that? Probably. I don't know. It's my newspaper. It's my ticket to get into a concert or a, my grandchildren's high school plays. It's where I adjust my hearing aids to where it sounds just right. So trying to push those buttons on the back of it. It's my calendar. It's my measurer. I can point it and it tells me how far it is somewhere or if something's level it's my checkout at the discount store. It's my place to listen to podcasts. It is so much. So I give the thumbs up to today's phones. 
by far. There's no comparison except for the breakage issues. Remember having to find a payphone at night? Furniture. Except for bedding, I think the furniture of old was better. Except, and the reason I say that, you can buy a couch, sit on it for an hour in the store, get it home, realize that the armrest, you can feel the wood under it. And it wasn't cheap. Now bedding, it's far superior today. And we do own a recliner. It's like dual recliners with a little thing to hold all your junk in between. It goes back electrically. A motor, you know, reclines for you. You can adjust the headrest, adjust the lumbar, and I can even plug my phone and charge it right there on my chair. So I think it's a toss-up. Your bedding and being able to plug your phone into your chair, that's pretty important. But some of the old furniture will last forever and ever almost, opposed to some of today's even when you spend a lot of money on some of that stuff. Roofing, you know, your shingles on your roof. It used to be a good win to just take off those shingles. Well, like anything, we had a hail storm about four years ago and had to replace our roof. And the roof that they put on, just asphalt shingles, nothing fancy, guaranteed over 120 mile an hour winds. They won't blow off. And by golly, we have had no problems at all. I go with today's roofs, definitely. Libraries. Used to have to go to library in the Dewey Decimal System. And always you had to ask a librarian where something was. I don't care how much you knew the Dewey Decimal System. If anyone actually truly knew it, besides Mary and the librarian. Today, if I go to a library, I've already checked the book out. And I just go to pick it up. I basically do everything on the internet, including downloading the book. So I give libraries, today's libraries, a thumbs up. Maps, we talked about that already. You don't want to try to fold a map up while you're driving down the road and read the map when you have GPS on your phone. VCRs, remember that? Well, my old friend Chuck, years ago, was telling me about this thing he got called DVR. And I remember looking right at Chuck saying, I've got a VCR and I'll always have that VCR. Well, we used to have a VCR in every room. Now we have DVR and it goes to every room. Every room there's TV, the, the DVR is with it. For the DVR for the living room, DVR for that bedroom, DVR for the basement, family room, whatever. I go with today's DVR. Mail. What's mail, you may ask? Email? No, I'm talking about, you know, that thing that was a step above the Pony Express. The only good thing I can tell you about the mail today, besides we have a mail girl that is really efficient and really good, and I really like her, but she doesn't have anything to deliver anymore. Some junk mail once in a while. One thing I do like is if we uh, get any mail, I get an email and it has a picture of the mail I'm going to get that day that they're going to put in my mailbox. So then I don't have to walk clear up to the mailbox, which is quite a, quite a walk and it's good for me and I like to take the dog up there. But I don't have to go if I don't have any mail. And I know if I don't have any mail because I won't get an email. Cars. Well, those old high fin Cadillacs or wide fin Chevys. They don't make cars like they used to. That's a fact. 
Well, I'll give them one thing. You could tell what brand of car it was back then, but today's cars are designed to go much further, and they're just better. They really are. Now, I'm not going to get into the electric versus the gas cars. I'm not going to do that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about cars. Some of the features they have, like, you know, I have a daughter that couldn't parallel park to save her, and her newest car does that for her. What are they going to think of next? TV shows. Well, as far as network TV, I have to give the old days a big advantage there. But if you look, there's so many venues of streaming and cable out there. If you look, and you're careful because a lot of it will insult your humanity, that's a fact. But you can find some good stuff. But I'll still give the thumbs up to the old days TV shows. There were some good shows back then. And the last thing, encyclopedias. Remember, they always gave you a piece of furniture to put your encyclopedias that you bought from them in. And there's always about, you know, 18, 20 volumes there. And they'd send you a yearbook every year or two to keep up with it. I have only one thing to say about that in the 21st century here. And maybe you will agree with me as far as a venue or maybe you have a, one of your own. But just for simplicity's sake... Let me say to you, Encyclopedia, Google. Thank you for riding along today. Agree with me or not, doesn't really matter. I just hope I brought a smile to your face, entertained you just a little. Always be kind. It's the high road you get to take. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.